I, boy, we come back to a litany of different things. I see the Ron DeSantis, Gavin Newsom debate last night, and then watching a lot of other things go in parallel as we try to hold and keep this this country held together during this Biden administration, one debacle after another. It's now a, a, a litany of repair jobs that we're trying to do just to stay active and, and, and productive and responsible to the nation and to the people these elected officials are supposed to be serving. Yeah, I agree with you. And, you know, when you look at it's it's very frustrating for the average person who just casually follows the news, because what you have here, it, it's, it's coming from all fronts. You have it. You have the Hunter Biden investigation, which is, you know, a guy who obviously bankers had tried to point out the fact that there's money coming in this company and, and excuse me, into his company, into this country from a foreign country. And he is one of those people that was designated by the bank as a political, what, what do they call that? I, I'm trying to remember. But it, there's some term that they use when you can be exploited by a foreign country because you are a, a political person or the family member of a political person. So we see this happening now. It's becoming more and more apparent that Joe Biden, well, this is a criminal operation. Everything that he's doing is illegal. And, you know, they can say all they want to that this was loans and we were paying loans back and all that stuff. Nobody believes this stuff. And you can say it all you want, but there's nobody out there that really even the people that are defending them don't believe it. So, so then fast forward and, you know, you've got a president who does things like try to take away your gas stoves to tries to to make your dishwasher basically inoperable because it won't have enough water to actually clean the dishes. And then lately, the last uh, few days, we've seen where the NTSB wants to put a kill switch on your car, number one. And number two, they want to limit how fast you can go. Yeah. Now, as a former traffic cop, I can tell you we did a pretty good job of keeping people from going fast. And so that'll that'll put some traffic cops out of work, maybe. But that that's no big deal. But but the thing is, is the freedoms that you lose one by one by one little bit here, little bit there, just like the old saying of putting a, 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 a frog in the water and turning the heat on. And he's by the time he realizes that he's being cooked, it's too late. And that that's what leads into what I was hoping we could talk about today. The headline is the Ron DeSantis-Gavin Newsom debate from last night, but everything you talk about, about the frog in the water coming to a slow boil, you had the Biden administration just yesterday, without rhyme or reason, pushing this narrative about further, more electric vehicles, more EVs on those highway systems. Had I come back from Washington recently in an EV, I would have been, it would have been a two-day process and would have required me finding charging stations along the way, all the way down. The infrastructure of electric vehicles is not complete yet. And that defaults and wait, to the main wait, issue I wanted on. to talk about. Wait, you know, the wait, Gavin wait, Newsom wait. and the Ron DeSantis debate last night. What'd you say? I said, you obviously can't hear me because I wanted to make a valid point that Gene Valentino is not against electric cars. I've actually been with you and ridden in your Tesla. That's correct. And uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I just didn't hear you step in. Um, the, the, the Tesla is good 
and it's great for 250, maybe 300 mile radius, but it's not good for uh, a 1,100 mile trip from Virginia down to uh, Biloxi. You know, I mean, it's just not good for that. And uh, it may be in the future, but there's going to be all sorts of consequences for that to come to the marketplace. Here's my problem. The administ and let me just focus on the debate, and I think I'll answer your question in a different way. If Gavin Newsom is the best they have last night as backup on deck, then I was right. The Democrat Party is in its final days. Newsom had nothing to say. DeSantis was on point, and if Trump was not running. We're lucky to have DeSantis. Yeah. We've got a deep bench on the Republican Party side. They have no bench. They have no leadership. Just a deep bench of faceless bureaucrats running a party. Yeah, we've got some Republican rhinos that need to be spanked. But the Dems have no leadership. They have only party bureaucrats. What are party bureaucrats? They're socialists. The socialist dream is that the bureaucrats run the world. And the Dems and the socialists hate a free market and true personal leadership. The Biden Democrats are pushing this electric vehicle, the EV, and there's no infrastructure. That's how they run. That's how they roll. They throw it out there without a clear understanding of the of connecting all the dots to bringing it to market effectively. They want a faceless bureaucracy. And can you think of anyone else in the party that the Democrats can rally around if it wasn't if it wasn't Gavin Newsom? Where are the other leaders in the Democrat Party? You know what our problem is? We got a deep bench. We're scratching our head right now saying, what are we going to do with De DeSantis? Especially because he did so well last night against Gavin Newsom. When we've got a guy that everyone also wants to see finish a, a second term, Donald Trump. would uh, And I said this to you on an earlier interview, Michael, wouldn't it be wonderful if the two of them could bury the hatchet and be a one-two punch somehow? They they both have their shortcomings. Uh, DeSantis went out and did not support Trump and decided to go off on his own when Trump had brought him over the finish line in an earlier election. Yeah, well, you know, look, let me tell you something. One thing I've learned about politics is, is that no matter how hard the feelings are, if the political climate is right, those two can get together. I think so. And I hope so. Here's what I do know. Nikki Haley, who walked off the job as um, a representative to the United Nations appointed by Donald Trump, now thinks she's number the best number two in place to take on Trump. No way, Jose. All the people around Trump who Trump elevated are now going against him. I don't get it. You know, look, let's just be honest. I mean, this is politics. And politics, you know, you don't really have any friends. 
right? There's there's no friends in politics. There's only people that can help you and people that can hurt you. And you keep them separate. You, you got people over here that can help me, people over here that can hurt me. I always, you know, you know, we had a famous politician here in the South of Louisiana. He was a governor over in Louisiana. And he used to say, you know, there's only two things you can do in politics. That's help your friends and punish your enemies. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it's all about. Well, I think the American system and our our democratic republic, constitutional republic, is stepping up now and looking deeper at results. We have Congressman Santos, who's about to be spanked today or impeached on the House floor. We've got other people who have done wrong. You mentioned the Biden crime family at the opening. I think there's going to be more revealed with their wrongdoings stepping forward. The Democrats can't hide from their wrongdoing anymore. Kamala Harris, on a recent interview, I was praying she would show some level of leadership. She couldn't even answer how she's going to deal with TikTok in her own family, let alone how it's going to be administered in government. You've got a ballsy people like Elon Musk stepping up and saying that, uh, telling uh, Bob Iker at Disney, go screw yourself, basically. To, yeah. to uh, I'm not going to let you and your advertising dollars control my Twitter X platform. You've you got to love uh, that guy. Yeah, go ahead. I said, you got to love that guy for what he does. I mean, he, he said he would blow that company up before he would let them run him. Good. I think, I think Elon Musk is an example of an independent and he represents the leadership and free speech and free spirit that many of the politicians feel handcuffed and not able to do. Well, wait a minute. I elected you to get in there to represent me. Take the bandage off your mouth and start talking and protect this nation from the corrupt folks that are the bureaucrats trying to minimize free speech and stifle freedom of expression. I, again, I got to say, Michael, just for the record, DeSantis gets an A for last night. Uh, Gavin Newsom gets a D minus or an F. He shouldn't be the it was a misplaced uh, debate between two people with two different motives. And I really regret Gavin Newsom thinking he has the right to use it to go against the narrative and the facts. We the Sean Hannity, to his credit, brought out good facts last night. And, and and Gavin Newsom blatantly contradicted those facts with yeah. his narrative in an attempt to minimize DeSantis. Yeah. All right. There's the music. Thank you for joining us, Gene. I hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Good to you. Best of the citizens in the Pine Belt. See you soon. Yeah.